everyone, welcome to the St. Philly Sports History for June 9th, 2023. Happy Friday. The smoke is starting to clear out. Things are looking good. Coming at you early today because I'm heading out to Likens Valley Golf Course in Millersburg, PA for a nice little weekend golf action. So we will be coming on location tomorrow and Sunday, I already packed my computer charger, so I got that going for me. I'm going to pack the cord for the mic as soon as I'm done recording here. So we should be relatively the same, just a different background. Uh, but quick housekeeping, new Back to the Future posted last night. We talked about the story of William Cox, the Phillies owner who had a gambling scandal in the 40s. Be sure to check that out wherever you get your podcast. That's Back to the Future with a PH. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe th to that as well. Um, also, it is almost Father's Day, and phillygoat.com has a wide selection and variety of Philly-based sports apparel, whether it's T-shirts, hats, sweatshirts. They even have some sweatpants. I've been telling you about all their different selection, whether you want a Pride Philly Pride Month shirt, uh, Allen Iverson, Rocky, you want to celebrate your neighborhood, there's Fishtown, uh, I know is the one that sticks out to me. Uh, <clears throat> even for Father's Day, I talked about the 80s Philly shirt, so be sure to check them out. Phillygoat.com, use the promo code Jim Montgomery for 10% off of your order. The sales have been coming in, I appreciate it, Philly Goat appreciates it, and it's a great partnership, go check them out, be sure it has the goat on the sleeve. All right, good win for the Phils. Uh, they came from behind. Wheeler pitched a gem, had a no-hitter through six and some innings, uh, and then a couple costly errors. They were down 2-1 to one going into the bottom of the ninth. And then th this team, I don't know what it is. I like the fight in this team. They showed it a lot last year in that playoff run. They're starting to show it now. I, I don't necessarily want to say they've officially turned the corner, uh, I've been saying they're on the brink, and I still think they're there. This weekend will be a good measuring stick for them, uh, and I don't want to be the guy to to douse water on your, your flames. Again, no pun intended. It was the Tigers. It was the Nationals. However, this is what you need to do to those teams. They came at a good time on the schedule to get right. Dodgers coming in this weekend. Let's take two out of three from the Dodgers. And then if they take two out of three of the Dodgers or at least play well in this series, then I'm almost ready to say they've turned the corner. But I'm, I'm being cautiously optimistic. It's probably the old Philly in me, and that's okay. But a good win nonetheless. That's five in a row. Bring on the Dodgers. I like what I'm seeing. A little bit of Sixers news. Uh, Chris Paul is going to be waived by the Suns, and he's an intriguing name that I saw floated as a possible uh, someone to go to the Sixers. I don't necessarily hate that with or without James Harden. He gives you somebody who can make a shot, somebody who can run the point, which also opens things up for Maxi, or he can play the two, whatever you want to do. And he brings veteran leadership, and he's one of those nice stories, too, that everybody wants him to win a title. Why not be in Philly? So depending on what the price is and, and what he's looking for, uh, it's an intriguing name that I would not mind seeing here in Philly. And if James Harden is not going to be here, I think he would be a good kind of second man, third man even, on this team with Harden and or, uh, Joe and Maxie. Just something to put out there. Flyers, 
Um, they, <laughs> excuse me, allergies and fire still, man. Uh, the rumor is that they're looking for two first-round picks for Carter Hart. I'm sure there's somebody out there that's going to pay it. But why not ask a lot and, and see what you can get because you can build a team around him. However, if you can get more picks to build a super or a better team, why not? So more, I have a feeling we're going to see that come to a head very, very soon. All right, sticking with the Flyers, today we're going to go back to 2010. And on this day, June 9th, 2010, it was Game 6 of the Stanley Cup Finals. The Blackhawks won 4-3 in overtime ending the Flyers' magical run that season in the Stanley Cup Finals. Chicago won four games to two. Scotty Hartnell had two goals. Danny Briere, our GM, who's going to build this team into a winner, had a goal and two assists. This was an interesting thing. The Flyers lost their sixth consecutive Stanley Cup appearance, and that's tied for most all-time with the Maple Leafs between 1933 and 1940 and the Red Wings between 1956 and 1955. Maple Leafs is still active where the Red Wings have won a couple since then. So they're tied right now for the second longest streak of consecutive Stanley Cup losses. <sighs> we'll see. Um, the, the key to that game six, though, is that nobody knew that the puck went in. They had to review it. Um, Patrick Kane was um, celebrating, but then... No, like the Flyers are like, where's the puck? Where's the puck? It ended up, it got stuck underneath the padding of the goal. Uh, and finally, it took a replay to, to end that season for the Flyers. It was a pretty competitive series, though, four one game, um, one goal games, as well as like two overtimes. So it was, they were pretty evenly matched. And I mean, the Flyers were the perfect example, much like the Panthers are right now, of a team that got hot at the right time and just kind of rode that momentum. Um, they have only won three rounds since, though, uh, in six playoff appearances, and we know the struggles and, and whatnot. But I, I have faith in Danny Briere to rebuild this team back into to a winner. And um, he even talked about it. He was like, we are – we need to get back to where we belong. You have the, the, the original six. And he was like, and then the Flyers. And I kind of see that. And I think we talked about the expansion when we uh, discussed the Penguins rivalry the other day. They are one of the, the top eight, ten franchises in the NHL. So they, they do need to get back to that. And I do have confidence that Danny Brer will do that. Uh, after this series, though, we know what happened to the Flyers. Meanwhile, the, the Red Wings or the Blackhawks would go on to win two more. Um, but sticking with the Flyers, I've been doing a lot of Flyers for all you Flyers peep. You talked, I listen. Uh, today's rival is the Boston Bruins. And much like a lot of the rivalries we talked about, this one has died down somewhat, but again, was big in the 70s. All time, the Bruins lead 136, 77, 21, and 13, including an 18 and 14 mark in the postseason. Uh, they have played the uh, they have played seven times in the postseason. The most memorable and biggest one for the Flyers, I guess, was when they won the Stanley Cup back in 1974. Um, they played in 76, 77, and 78 in the conference semifinals. Flyers winning in 76, Bruins in 77 and 78. 2010, like we just talked about, the that was the memorable series where the Bruins got up three games to none. And then the Flyers battled back to force a Game 7 in Boston. And then the Flyers got down 3-0 in the first period and still won. 
Um, and then they played in the conference semifinals in 2011. And then in the bubble, they had the one game round robin playoff. Um, interesting fact, though, the Bruins are one of six teams to have a winning record against the Flyers. And the other ones are the Anaheim Ducks, Columbus Blue Jackets, Can- the Montreal Canadiens, San Jose Sharks, and the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, I think this is another one of those rivals that rivalries that it, it's basically the proximity. It's the Philly-Boston aspect of it where – Today, I don't know how much of a rivalry there is between the, the Flyers and Bruins. I don't think it's top five for the Bruins. I don't think it's top five for the Flyers. But because of the history, that's why I included them. But I will say I give it a two and a half out of five simply based on the history and how big it was in the 70s, specifically from 74 to 78. They were the two best teams, two of the best teams in the league at the time. Uh, but it's really, like I said, this is more about the geography than anything. Uh, so we'll give the Bruins a two and a half out of five on our rivalry meter. Be sure to go to phillygoat.com, check out their selection, use the promo code Jim Montgomery for 10% off your order. This day, back in 2010, the Blackhawks beat the Flyers four to three in overtime to win the Stanley Cup. Cautiously optimistic about the Phillies. Cautiously optimistic about my golf game today. Hopefully I'm hitting them straight. But this has been This Day in Philly Sports History. I'm Jim Montgomery. Go have yourselves a weekend. And until next time, I'll see you when I see you.